0: So your favorite people are back, whether you like us or not, we're still here. Um, episode four, I'm probably going to mess that up, but still episode four of uh, Coach's Corner. We're talking internships, our steps, our first steps out of college and our career, and what our start with next level fit was. So um, we're going to start with the most awkward one out of the group, and that's Matt, um, since he feels that he is not taking the same steps as us uh he has to now talk about it
1: all right <laughs> uh, well i'm coach matt a um, nutritionist on staff at next level fit um, so my journey was a little different than most um, i didn't go to school for sports science or training or nutrition um, i went to school for business so it's kind of like a different side of the spectrum but my first actual job or whatever in this field was i managed clean eats in Myrtle Beach, Carolyn Forest, and Myrtle's Inlet, I, I bounced in all three stores, and I ran those for about two years. Um, so that's where I learned the meal prep side of it, more about nutrition, and that's where I fell in love with nutrition. Um, after I finished up there, I actually went and got certified to be a nutritionist, so now I am a certified nutritionist. Um, so I got, found these guys actually at the old gym that San Antoine had at HPC because they had um, they worked with clean eats so I made all the meals for all the clients there and delivered them over to the gym so when they opened the new spot and I was certified they brought me on board as a nutritionist so my steps are a little different than these guys these guys don't have to go more in depth than that <laughs> but mine was a little a little different than most I didn't go to school for all this so
0: but I know I know your your biggest fight has been um everyone's perception of what you do. And it's not so much about convincing people, but about um, having them accept the process. I think that's, that's been, especially when it comes to nutrition, because there's so many things out there with like, Instagram, Facebook, and everyone who says that they know what they're doing. And, you know, the group of four of us, we're not, we're not that way. You know, it's, we do our research, we do what we have to do. And, you know, out of Obviously, out of the four of us, Matt's the only non-strength coach, strength coach, but, you know, we still treat him the same. We still love him. And uh, he's, he knows his stuff. I mean, as much as I know everyone kind of, we, we all get trashed in one way or another from other, from outside. I know I have been, I know I've heard people say various things about other people and um, once you get to know the person, I think that's, that's been our biggest battle. And once you get to show people and give them your time, I think that's, yeah. that's always our biggest fight.
1: And like you said, there's so much stuff out there about, you know, one strength coaches, nutrition, there's 12 different sides of nutrition and everyone knows what they're talking about. Yeah. Even though for the most part, most of them have, they really have no idea yeah. really anything. Half of them don't even know how your body digests food, yeah, let really alone do. what foods to put in it to make your body work better.
0: Yeah. And I know, I know, there's, even,
1: there's, even the there's, part there's, that, like, I don't know the answer to that. I'm like, let me go find out. Like, I really don't know yet. Like, yeah. <laughs> I got to find it. I'll get yeah. back to you in a bit. And that's something we all do too.
0: If we don't know the answer, we, we go find it and we get back to people. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I know your, your biggest hang up is dealing with people who <laughs> think that supplements are nutrition and when to and to not use them. And how to use them, and you know, if are they good, are they good to replace, and are they not good to replace, and all kind of all those questions inside and out.
2: For me, um, since Matt don't want me in the computer, you don't never be want me in the computer, y'all. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but, I don't want but um Matt, you know, he be selling himself short a little bit sometimes. He don't really be trying to sell himself, We'd be trying to be humble, I guess. I mean, he, he humble with y'all. He ain't never humble with me. Um but anyway. He's
0: humble in front of a camera. That's about that, it.
2: Yeah, that's <laughs> about it. Um he he like he said, he's done his research. Um he is certified. Um he's really done his due diligence as far as making sure he knows what he <clears throat> making sure he knows what he's doing uh before like approaching this as a a, a career. Um, But for me personally, um, so I went to Coastal Carolina. Um, I actually started my schooling at um, St. Augustine's University in Raleigh, North Carolina, and I transferred to Coastal Carolina um, where I got my exercise and sports science degree. Um, So that was a a fun process in itself. It's something that I really, really enjoyed just with the classes and stuff. that we had to take. Obviously, your regular strength and conditioning classes. And um, I even enjoy Cardio Palm. Um, I know a lot of people didn't enjoy that class, but I enjoy Cardio Palm. Um,
0: For those who don't know, Palm is pulmonary.
2: Yeah, pulmonary rehabilitation. Um, so, I mean, I enjoyed most of the classes in, uh, as far as exercise science is concerned. Um, there was one class in general that I did not enjoy the most, and that was biomechanics. Um,
0: See, I loved that one. Now, mind you, the whole kinesiology side of it was
2: what threw me here and there. That was, but, the, problem. That, yeah. that was the problem, the kinesiology part of it. But, no, um, <laughs> you know, um, I mean, overall just learning how the body works like learning the anatomy side of it like where the muscles are um how they work in general um what muscles move the body in which direction and learning the different planes of motion and that kind of thing that was just it was a challenge but at the same time it was fun for me um obviously because this is what I wanted to do I've always known I wanted to coach since I was in like ninth grade um and I had so many teachers just telling me, like, you're too smart to be a coach. You're too smart to be a coach. Now that I'm actually am a coach, um, I realized, I'm like, well, what do they mean by too smart to be a coach? Because you have to be smart to be a coach. Um, Like, I mean, just learning what I've learned, I'm like, yeah, average everyday person don't know most of this stuff. Um, Or they learn it is they learn it from Instagram or Facebook or wherever they learn it from, I don't know. But all I know is if you went and tried to take some of the certification tests that we've taken, um, you're probably not passing. Um, so my last year um, in college was when I got certified. Um, I went to my USAW um, and that was the first cert that I uh, got. Um, which taught me a lot about um, Olympic weightlifting in general, which was the one that um, area of strength and conditioning isn't taught much in school. So to me, that was an important cert for me to get. Um, just so I could learn that side of it, too, because I know how important Olympic weightlifting is for um, athletes and even general population are, is starting to do um, Olympics because of the health benefits you gain from it. Like being able to be more mobile and um, there is a total body um, aspect to it. So you're training your body just how to move and be more explosive and working everyday everyday life. Um, so that was the next cert I got, um, it was the first cert I got. The one I'm currently trying to get is my CSCS, um, you know, Mr. Smart Man over here with the headset on already has his, but um, I'm currently trying to get mine. Um, it is actually the best cert on the market um, as far as strength and conditioning is concerned. Um so I'm currently studying to try to get that. But I did my internship at Myrtle um, Beach High Performance Center, which was actually under San Juan and a couple other people. Um, and I learned so much from them um, just because you know, you can go to school all you want to until you actually get in the field of training. Um, you don't know what you're doing. Um, I'm just being honest. You can go to all of these classes all you want to. You can pass all of the tests all you want to. Being in the field is just so different. Um you get that real life re, that was the country country. Real life. <laughs> <laughs> that real life. <laughs> you get that real life experience and hands-on like kind of teaching. Um it's just that was the the selling point for me to make me realize I really wanted to do this and made me realize that I could do this um, because of the, what I learned from those guys at HPC. Yeah, so mine
0: mine was a, a little bit, same thing, a little bit different. Um, I went more of the collegiate route with my internship. Um, you know, you have a pretty good balance for, from and even St. Juan, when he gets on here a little bit, um, you have a pretty good balance of where we all went. You know, yeah. St. Juan went more towards the bigger division one side, I was more towards the D two almost like a step down, and then did some shadowing, shadowing hours here and there. But my my first one was uh, division two school, which was a uh, California University of Pennsylvania. And I was there for um, my senior year of college I think I had to do like 300 hours or something so you know it was driving 45 minutes up there driving 45 minutes back I spent at least four hours every day I would go and at first when I'm doing it I was always thinking well this is like this is a chore you know I wasn't in love with it yet and then the farther and farther i got the, f- the more responsibility i got the more things i got to do the more things i got to say and handle and when i did the very start of it was in summer and i got to work with some of the football players and that was my first big taste of everything then when i got into my senior year i got to do was a volleyball a little bit of soccer some tennis uh basketball and then end up transferring it into a volunteer spot with their women's volleyball team as a coach, and then transferred into going in for my masters there, and still volunteering with them here and there when I could, and going and keeping up with them. And so, mine was a little bit more, we'll say, a- official, I guess. I don't know how else to put it. Um, not not official. We'll say more by the books, I yeah. guess. Um, but my wish is, I wish I would have gone to a Division One school. I wish I would have gone to a more privatized, uh, kind of like how you did it, to actually yeah. see what the what the real world application was, instead of going straight to the college side, or just doing the college side alone. Yeah, I was, mean that was my only, not regret, but decision I wish I could have added on to.
2: Yeah, I think you get your perks. there's perks and downsides to both because being able to coach in a college setting definitely has its like perks because you're coaching, you're learning from college level coaches, like coaching in the private facility has its perks because like, while yes, the coaches I uh, was under, they coached in college setting before, but I was getting to coach general population. I was getting to coach college athletes and I was also getting to coach some professional athletes. Mm -hmm. So I got some diversity there. Um, and some of the athletes I was like helping coach, um, like physically, they were on a different level than I was on, but what, where I came in was my knowledge. I had more knowledge of the actual lifts than they did. Um, and that's what coaching is, It's really the knowledge, not necessarily. You have to be more of an athlete than the athlete you're coaching or in better shape than the person you're coaching. You just have to have more knowledge and how to apply that knowledge than the person you're coaching so there's definitely perks to uh both uh training in uh, a strictly college uh, facility and training in just a uh, private facility or even just the way matt went about it he got to start his nutrition career in a restaurant that um focused on healthy nutrition um not necessarily school he might have went about it a different way but he learned to me, you learn more, again, like we said, in the real-life application of things than you can ever learn in a classroom.
0: I think Matt did more of a crash course way than we did.
2: <laughs> I
0: mean, that's really what it was. I mean, you you went in and just, like, head over heels and kind of learned it as you went and then capped it off how you wanted to.
1: Pretty much. Um, like I said, working there, it was weird. So you got talk about general population athletes, pro athletes, I created all the custom diets there. So I figured out what fit into their macros. I went from general population, guys like us, females like, and to college athletes to, I had two pro athletes that I made their meals for when they were home from the team they played for. Um, when they, Cause we have a couple pro athletes that live in Myrtle beach. So when they were here, I'd make their meals. And then I've done competition diets where you've gone from, you know, you want to go from 12% body fat to eight in six weeks for a show to go be win a physique competition so learning all those diets you said it was kind of a crash course but you kind of there are huge differences between all three yeah i've been on here before talking about nutrition his diet and my diet our macros are almost identical he's trying to lose weight and i'm trying to gain weight but we're good but he started at 330 and he's at two what 270 265 something like that and I started at 130, and now I'm at 185. Right. So we're going this way, trying to get to the same number in the middle somewhere. But he's trying to lose weight, and I'm trying to gain weight. But our macros are exactly the same. No one would guess that our nutrition is identical. No.
2: Yeah.
1: Like, that's just you learn how we the body reacts. Ju- we
2: just kind of got lucky on that one, too. Um, yeah. But, it, but it, it does happen more it, often than not. It does um,
1: happen. Um,
2: But – and everything, like, let's say for someone that may be looking to go into this kind of field, everything isn't going to be all roses, sunshines, and rainbows all the time. Like,
1: um, We tease about it, but if you want to be a coach or be in this industry, it's going to be a minute before you start making some yeah, real money.
2: it got to be something that you love to, <laughs> you love to do. It. You can't do it. Because like, I started off like just as an intern um, at HPC. And then mm. I moved away and I moved back home to Aiken. And I started coaching there on my own. And I had a couple clients. But the thing there is, you know, then you get into the business side of things, which I have. I'm an exercise scientist. I have no knowledge of business whatsoever. Like I'm about as dumb as bricks when it comes to business um like if you want to talk coaching I can talk coaching with you all day but you start talking business and numbers I'm just kind of I'm over here somewhere I'm over here somewhere I'm like y'all go ahead and have that conversation because I don't know nothing about it um so I move home and I start trying to you know do my own training and do my own coaching and yeah I got a couple clients and yeah my clients was getting results but it got to a point where I didn't have my own facility. I didn't have my own equipment. And I ran into so many barriers and issues because I didn't have a business mind. That At the end of the day, it ended up crashing and I, I couldn't do what I wanted to do. So I ended up moving back here to Myrtle Beach and right around that same time, you know, San Juan was starting um, his new facility, Next Level Fit. And, you know, honestly, I just messaged him. He's, Cause I knew he was starting to ask him, did he need help? Not really That I was trying to like join in with him. Cause I didn't even know he was looking for someone to join in with him. I was really just, you know, kind of wash You wash my back. I wash yours kind of thing. Um, and I was really just trying to help him out. Um, and obviously I stayed with Matt. Yeah, as you can see, we're in the same room. Um, but <laughs> you couldn't
0: figure out from the first three episodes.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> We've been in the same room on all these calls. Um so we stay together. Um But um <laughs> yeah, so I, I mentioned San and he said he needed help. I tell Matt. Matt's like, okay, cool, let's go help him. We start we go help him out. Um next thing you know, um Ant's there too and we're all just kind of looking at each other like we're all coaches. Uh what we gonna do here? And that's literally how it started. It just Yeah,
0: it wasn't anything it what there was no like Previous meeting, there was no, hey, nah. you know, we're going to get together. We're going to get together before we open and say, hey, this is what's going on. I kind of just went in and talked to Santon about him opening this new place. He goes, yeah, I got Lester coming in. You don't remember him? He was one of the interns. And I realized, yeah, I don't remember him. Uh-huh. Um, and it just so happened that he was coming in the days, in the exact days and times I was not in. And, uh-huh. so, and I was in HBC a lot. And it was just so happened our schedules were perfectly flipped, but um, there was one other thing I I forgot to mention was I actually ended up at uh, CCU for a semester after I moved down here, and that was at the age of twenty seven, so uh, if if you guys think that you know some of the changes you make in life happen during college or right after it's not it's just not that way, um, I know even right now like I'm I'm looking to make a big step. In my professional career, in one of a couple avenues, and it's one of those things like narrowing it down to what do I want to do, and how do I want to do it. So, you know, it's never too late in a sense to change. And all three of us are in, well, except for the baby right there with the afro. Um, All of us are in our thirties. You know, (laughs) he's not far to follow. He's got three years, four years. But um, I mean, we're, we're we all think the same way roughly, and, you know, we want to make something together that we can kind of stake our claim to and pass out and continue going with other coaches.
2: Yeah, we um, – that's the part I love is because even though, like like you said, I'm only 26 years old and these guys are in their 30s, we're all – um we all have like minds when it comes to coaching and what we envision for our gym. Um, and the fact that we have our own facility and, um, and a lot of that is thanks to San Juan and because he had a lot of that stuff in place beforehand, um, as we were all coming in, San Juan is the one that kind of got that stuff going. Um, so us being like-minded in the way we coach, and the vision we see for the company, the vision we see for the people we're training, um, is all just kind of mended well. Um, and a lot of times you don't get that lucky. Um, because there's gonna be times where you start a business with someone, and you know, it, you it don't uh, like them. You don't <laughs> like them, and it don't work, um, or you
1: love them, and then you learn that you hated them four months
2: later yeah like it, <laughs> it, it that that's just kind of how it happens sometimes you start a business with someone you think at first you think it's a good <clears> idea and then that thing you know is well you know that was a god-awful idea what why would I even do that I could have did better on my own um luckily we don't have that here um we don't have that issue here um we legit have a genuine love for one another and we're enjoying what we do um I know like I said, I interned under San Antoine before at HBC, he kinda got that story. He interned with some people that it didn't work out with. Um, so it's not always gonna be pretty when it comes to what you anything you wanna do in life. It's just about how bad do you want it? Um, do you love what you do and do you wanna make it work? Yeah,
0: and I know even like you're saying, like, you know, you're not the business savvy side of it and For me it was I had to learn it and I was always one I loved numbers and I loved figuring out possibilities man if I could run through scenarios that would fill up a uh, it would fill up my whole afternoon like I would love man. if I can I can do this I can lay this out I can find this plan it's like when you it's like doing March Madness whenever you create your bracket and you start going all these decisions You're like, oh, man, I'll take this risk and I'll take this risk and I'll take this risk. And, you know, you see, OK, um, I can do that. You know, you you end up taking those, we'll say, uh, maybe one or two high risk. And then you take some of the smaller risks where, you know, if it doesn't pan out, it's not a big deal. But then you have those backup ones that like medium that like 50-50 or that, you know, 100 percent return or that one to one that you can count on. And, and there are plenty of times where you make the wrong decision, but you <laughs> learn real quick. And um, that's why it's funny how we've and I, I have a feeling we'll probably say this at least once every episode where um, everything strangely fell into place. Um, once we got the facility. Uh, I had someone generously donate a good chunk of money on top of um, a lot of other people. And uh, we got the flooring. Um, same thing happened and I ended up getting the netting and uh, the volleyball net. I mean, I
2: someone donate the gold for us. Yeah. I, think, so.
0: and, I mean, and that's the other thing. We we got the equipment, pretty much every single piece of equipment that we needed. Like, we'll say bare bones needed to be 100% functional. We got lucky enough to get within two weeks, I think. Yeah. And that's what kind of blew us all away was we managed to receive help from all these generous people which i mean we'll never be able to say thank
1: you enough but no. um, one thing. as coaches and like you won't see this a lot in almost any gym is that the four of us santone's missing but we will do whatever we can to help you like we're here to help we're not here to say you're member number 17 check in at 7 30 you may leave at 8 o'clock like we're not punching a time clock. We're not here to say you're just another member. We know all of you by name. Like when you come in, we say hi. We know about your kids. We, you know, one of our members had her had her little boy in the gym for a Saturday class this weekend. Uh, and she's if, anyone, and if you, you know, guys don't
0: follow the Instagram like accounts, uh, <laughs> follow the Instagram accounts. Uh, next little fit iron underscore volley. Um, I know golden we got was um, golden Childless. Uh, um, yeah, you know Lanzo 3. Matt Lanzelotti you
2: know Lancelot little, uh at L3
0: at first form Laxy but um I'll actually put them in I'll put them in yeah when I post this
2: but that, like like we said, it kind of worked out, but you got to kind of think of it like this too, because of the personalities we have and how hard we are working for people is why we got those donations. Like, mm-hmm. you, someone's not just going to give you something if they don't actually believe in what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and like we said before, like I just said, you know, I'm not the business side of it. And say he is, you know, like the fact that we are different is also kind of why this works is because we all got different strong suits. Like if we're being completely honest, Matt and San Juan are all way better at business than I am. But if you look at my personality, I am like probably the biggest personality we got. Um, (laughs) Like you can put me in front of someone and I can just sit there and have a conversation with him if you can't tell, because I know I'm running my mouth on this call. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Taking (laughs) San spot. Well, I mean, you know, somebody gotta do it and I'm pretty good at talking and I know I am but You know I just get thrown to the side then. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) I mean I can I can um sit there, you can put me in front of someone that has never been in our gym and tell me to go have a conversation with them. I can go have a conversation with them. And, you know, try and get them comfortable with coming and believing in what we're doing and believing in themselves that they can do it. You can put me in front of a big group of people and I can sit there and have a conversation with them. I just have a big personality and I know I do. But that's the what's so perfect about what we're doing. Like we all bring something different to the table. San Juan is like so great at like the powerlifting and Olympic side of things and the programming side of things. Me and Ann are also good at the programming <laughs> side of But Aunt is really great with his volleyball players and I'm really great with my basketball players and general population. And Matt is really great with nutrition and Matt actually has a big personality too. He don't show it as much on these calls as I do But <laughs> if you get to him in person, um he's he's not far off from me. Um I don't know why he had it on these calls. I just, I just be out there. I don't, I, you know, it is kind of is what it is. Well, <laughs> I
0: mean, even, even,
2: even if we go back to
0: the whole idea of standing in front of everyone, let's just dissect that for a second, um, because this is something that we all learned through our internships, through all those um, kind of thrown in the pit moments, and you know we're not up there with matching everything all the time. We're not in there with, oh, man, we have everything, like all the logos are the same. We've got our shoes match our shirt kind of thing. You know, we might be dressed like we never do laundry. Oh. But you know,
2: <laughs>
0: it's one of those things, man, like, one, you don't forget it. Two, you'd have no idea by how we act that we even remotely cared about how we dressed. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's been times and I'll say it because I'm usually the biggest offender. I think me and lesser are. <laughs> um, I'll wear flip flops. Whenever I can. Uh-huh. I'll have like a pair of soccer pants on a, a shirt or a long sleeve and a pair of flip flops. Does it make sense? No, but I'm comfy. And I can still coach. And that's the thing. I mean, I think it just it shows our personality. And it's not about trying to be professional. It's just trying to be uh, a good coach, and I think it's trying to be relatable as well. Because as much as we are salesmen in the sense that we have to run our business, not so much that we're salesmen by trade, it's we are human beings, and we still try to have that connection. And like even like you know, Lester was saying how we had a we had a client uh, we had a member in there that had her kid in there. I mean. You know, we have had plenty of times where I've had parents come in and sit with the volleyball kids that, you know, they bring for training, and I will literally sit and talk with them half the session because, one, the kid is so independent now that I don't have to worry, or two, it's just great to get to know them. I mean, and it doesn't make it seem like, oh, you're wasting all your time talking to me. You're not even doing what I pay you for, you know, because that's always a worry too, but yeah it we we have that small community feel and that's where i always notice where you face problems outside of your own business when like you have and this is me playing devil's advocate with things where you have those people who will say things about your business how you conduct your business how conduct how you conduct yourself and that's where you go okay well you know i feel like i'm doing a good job you know I feel like we as a family, as a small little family that we are, you know, we have no problems. We iron out all of our issues. We take care of our issues before they even become relevant. And they become a huge huge problem. And we usually knock everything off before it even starts.
2: Yeah. Um we we do a really good job from that aspect. Um just to go back to how we dressed real quick because you know I, I like talking about some certain things. And see Matt give me give me you know, a little, little <laughs> bit of issues with this one because, y'all, I don't, I don't never match. Um, <laughs> nope,
1: not even close. I, I,
2: I, I, listen, I don't right never on. match. Like, if there's one or two days, like I accidentally match, and matter look at me, he was like, "You matching today?" I look down. Oh, I am, ain't it? Looking like like
0: a, dr- a gray traffic cone. <laughs>
2: uh huh. Like I look down, and I'm like, "Oh, look at that! I am matched. Because listen, when I go in my like um drawers to pick out my clothes, like, I pick out a shirt. I pick out some shorts and i pick out some socks. I don't look at what they look like. I literally just pick them out and put them on and whatever happens, happens. Sometimes I so
0: so so kids, when you try to coordinate for high school,
2: it's irrelevant.
0: <laughs> be comfy, be happy. Now if yep. you're looking like a complete idiot, I mean, yeah, eh, you know what? If you've got good
2: friends, they'll make fun of you. But- yes. I ain't never match in high school. I ain't never matched in college. Like, I don't match now. Nah. Like, if you expected me to match, you would just, you're gonna be disappointed.
0: But. And if you see this man in the gym and you see those big banana shoes start running up and down the court, man, you better say something because he probably got red shorts on, looking like uh-huh. a mixed mustard and ketchup bottle.
2: <laughs> who does
0: nothing? Who does nothing but scream, hey, ah, and a O's. couple and a couple, yeah,
2: a couple O's. Yeah, you gotta let out them vowel sounds. I mean, I some see some of y'all that watching I don't understand, but see, listen. Um, while I didn't take karate growing up, I realized uh, when we're watching all the kung fu movies that they, um, you know, they let out a lot of and, ah! and they mean they, they be letting out noises, and that make them more powerful. And so, I, when I was in the weight room growing up, I realized when I, when I was lifting the most weight, I was making noise. When I was on the basketball court, I'm trying to take off dribbling by A. I make a little noise. I'm dribbling. I'm moving a little bit faster. So, yeah, I'll be making noise, y'all. I ain't going to lie. i be making a whole lot of
0: noise. Oh, it's caught on, too. Oh, it's it, caught it, on. It's,
2: it's, you got to let out vowel sounds. A's, E's, O's, I's. If you let out an I, but you probably done did. something like, I! <laughs> you know, you probably done messed up something. Be it's usually out.
0: followed by other words.
2: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it's usually actually the last one that we had an eye was when the uh, one of the chairs got shattered. <laughs> that was that was about it. And if anybody uh-huh. knows, we used to have a couple coastal chairs there, uh-huh. and uh, we had a eye followed by a couple words. I'm Not gonna say, uh-huh. but we had a couple words follow that, and then we heard boom, uh-huh. and it wasn't the normal weights hitting the floor. It was a it was a steel chair getting bent in half by a barbell about what 250 pounds or something Uh so um don't get me wrong as much as we're like oh come on man why'd that have to happen you know we kind of we all laughed because we thought it was funny
2: yeah Mm -hmm. that's one thing that we we do a lot i mean like like you said everything isn't going to be perfect all the time so even when we have stuff in the gym like it breaks or something goes wrong we usually laugh at it like Mm -hmm. And, I mean, you you would think someone that is so invested in, you know, what we're doing would be a little upset. But what is getting upset going to do about it? Like, all you're going to do is ruin your mood, and then it's not going to get fixed.
0: And don't get we me wrong. It, all- is, it, is, it is actually, like, you know, it's uh, dollar signs that end up uh-huh. getting thrown out the window in a sense, you know. But yeah. the thing is, like, what we what, Matt busted a band last week, and mm-hmm. – <laughs> we kind of stood there and Matt just goes boom and we all looked over and we just started cracking up man because he snapped uh-huh. it and he had this like most scared shock look on his face and we just went ah okay San looks over and goes I was ordered new ones anyway it didn't
2: matter <laughs> uh-huh. well I mean because we also a lot of the stuff, times it'll happen in a situation where like with the bands we've had those bands for over a year now and
1: bands lifespan is about a year. So you when, just when never, pops. you just never expect it to happen. You're just like pulling the band or you does Just like uh huh. <laughs> snap on you, like on you and hit you, then that's fine.
0: I always worry that someone doing pull ups and it's usually some of the females, when those things if those things go and usually don't get me wrong everybody, like we really good about you not using the ones that are split at all. But man, I always worry if one of those things goes, man. Someone's either gonna fall or I think it's a snap right in the face twice. I tell you when that thing gonna go whenever I'll be using the bands <laughs> <You know. laughs> Hey, you ain't never you haven't seen anything, and I wanna you know what? And this is how you guys gotta know we're we're all good friends. You haven't seen anything funny until you see big man here doing pull-ups with a band. Mm-hmm. Because oh, and here's the thing, we all crack on each other. And after I did it, I got oh my god. I got I got ripped by Lester,
1: <laughs> but hey, I
0: think that's that's the other thing about about us. Like, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like any almost anything. Now mind you, there are certain things, but almost anything's fair game. Yeah, pretty much. You walk yeah. in looking like an idiot. If someone doesn't say something within the first thirty seconds, that's rare. Yeah, and I mean, you know something's wrong with everybody.
2: Like, the good thing is most of our clients are right there with us. Um, most of our members, they they kind of join in. with, Because someone new coming in the gym might hear us say something, and they give us this look like, did you say that? And we're looking at them like, that surprises you? <laughs> so um, we definitely get that uh, from a lot of our members as well. But we, we might bash on each other a little bit, but we, we definitely enjoy it. What up, man? How you doing? What's up, people? (laughs)
0: Coach Daly in the house, all the way back from West Virginia.
2: Big boss, man.
3: I am back. Vacation is over, and I am ready to work, so watch out, guys. I I am ready to roll. So, hey, uh, you know, great job, guys, this past week. Y'all did a really good job. Heard a lot of good things. Nothing burned
0: down. No one (laughs) stole anything. Everything got locked up. up.
3: Um, the PlayStation uh, right.
0: made its way back into the facility.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sean like will be on next week, so we'll have a special guest next week. Um, I know we're supposed to do this this week, so I know y'all had to come up with like random topics the last two weeks while we was going, but
0: that's eh, all good,
3: no problem.
0: So, um, go i, a, I had a, you a conversation so I ain't gonna go, go ahead and tell your story. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's, that's the one a lot of people are probably wondering about.
1: What, what story?
0: So, all right. So this one, your entire life story from when you were born until now, uh, um, all your dating, a- everything. 100%. I think Sierra would love to hear that. Um, Have oh, you got there, Sonny? <laughs> <Cindy?
2: laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, your your entire uh, internship, like your first internship, your first step out into the real world uh, within your career, and then kind of go from there.
3: Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, mine is more of a, I guess, a different path from all of you guys, because I actually uh, started out in collegiate realm. Um, Went from playing slash coaching with Coastal's football team. Uh, They changed over staff. So actually, I mean, strength conditioning was actually not even what I wanted to be a part of. At one point, I wanted to be an athletic trainer. Then it switched to I was going to coach on the field. And then when I realized how fast they got fired, because my coaching staff got fired and then Mowglius new era came through. Um, I kind of jumped on the strength conditioning route because obviously I'm an exercise science major. You can't do an internship as a football assistant uh, on the sidelines and stuff like that. So got into strength conditioning um, and I actually learned that it is way more in depth rather than just X's and O's, um, you know, sets and reps is beyond all that you know there's a whole science to it you know all the stuff that I share with you guys um as far as like trying to make sure the volume is right trying to make sure the the yardage when it comes to uh conditioning running and all that stuff all that stuff is like laid out uh the way I program for classes you know I tell people all the time I don't do challenges per se we do programs we do 12-week programs and then we do a four-week offset program kind of like uh to obviously get get the ones that were on a 12-week program get them kind of like on a deload month and then you got um and then you got anybody that wants to come in new they got a good time frame that they can actually like kind of grasp how the program and actually actually run and then we go back into a 12-month program so we do um I guess I guess what is it called more of a not a trimester but it's more it's a three-cycle type program yeah. So, throughout the whole year, I mean, there's 12 months, obviously. So, you get – there's 12 weeks that we do a program, and then there's four weeks that we're off. So, you got three full programs, and then you got four of the offset. That did not sound right.
2: <laughs>
3: three, and, three yeah, three 12 weeks and three four weeks.
2: Um, Which still, just what leaves I us, still leaves
0: us – still leaves us with a, a whole month.
2: Wait, what? Three
0: 12 weeks and three four weeks. Still leaves you with a whole month.
3: So I was right. It was three four twelve weeks and four four weeks. See, y'all was looking like I had two heads. So I thought I was wrong. I knew I was right. Um so yeah, so you got four, four week programs and then three, 12 weeks. Um, so I mean, going back to what I was saying, uh, so I kind of learned the gist of all that. Uh became a graduate assistant at Georgia Southern, where I really learned how to do my philosophy. Uh I built well, I built my own philosophy, learning more about certifications, learning more um from other higher level strength conditioning coaches and uh, master strength coaches, uh, uh, from, you know, not necessarily like regular strength coaches, but like there's all different levels when it comes to, yeah, I talk with my hands. Um, there's all different (laughs) levels, uh, when it comes to the collegiate realm. And then from there went to, um, I came back to Myrtle beach was done with my graduate assistantship, came back to Myrtle beach, uh, form NWO with my former staff, uh that was actually at Coastal so I interned underneath that staff uh at Coastal some of those guys broke off from Coastal we formed NWO which was new uh new weight room order um we actually got probably disclosed to a class action lawsuit on that um maybe not a class action lawsuit but you know and if you anybody Close knows enough. yeah if anybody knows uh WWE like NWO was like Hulk Hogan and all those guys like there was a new world order. So, like we kind of used the same logo, we just changed the colors and the words a little bit. We thought that was 10%. Uh, I always meant to ask you that too. It was not 10% at all. Um, so from there, then we form uh Mortal Beach High Performance Center. Actually, Matt was along with us during that time frame. Uh, a little of the different position as far as um nutrition is concerned. He was with Clean Eats at that time. Um, Lester came in with a few others that was interns, you know. I've been blessed with a great. Great set of interns. Uh, I pretty much helped every intern that really wanted to do strength and conditioning. I helped them either go the collegiate route or still stay on pace with the the private route. Uh, obviously, as you see, you know, if anybody needs help and anybody needs a job, if you was an intern for me, I always leave my doors open because, well, not all of them, but um the one <laughs> that <laughs> um yeah, i'm just being real i was just
1: careful what you went for
3: yeah yeah and i you know i don't want to i mean honestly you can ask yourself if you was a great intern like we kind of keep conversations if i have not talked to you this whole year don't call me asking for a job
0: um i think that how is with everybody <laughs>
3: um i mean like you don't keep conversation like i'm not the type of person that's going to keep up with you anyway if you don't reach out to me every once in a while then eh, i'm sorry but even Maybe. even to
0: like go back to what you were saying, the whole science based, we actually had a guy come in. Um, I was doing open gym today for volleyball. Guy came in right as uh, I was leaving, and uh, asked about information about the gym and everything. Is you know we've been lucky enough to have a lot of people do that um, in our first couple months open, and he said, you know, I'm looking for something like ISI CrossFit and. You know, nothing to them, but it's just one of those things like, you know, he said a couple of those like keywords, like I'm looking for like this class style thing. And I said, all right, well, ours is more performance and science based. Like, We go, we go by the numbers. You will train like an athlete, but it's going to help you move better in your life. It's not about, um, we're going to do all this stuff within an hour. You know, you have to do this, this and this and this. You're doing, you know, A through Z, but you're doing it based off of what we have tested, what we've researched and what right. we know works. And that's right. what sets us apart from everyone else in the area. Right. And I'm a, I'm, going to put a pin in what you said right there. Um,
3: to kind of also piggyback off a few things so um obviously we don't know all of the programs that go on within isi or goes on in crossfit i have actually talked to some crossfit coaches in this area and some of them actually do a really good job with mm-hmm. program crossfit so definitely <clears throat> definitely don't want it to for people to feel like we're bashing no CrossFit no, no. the other things but we are not those things that is one thing that we do highlight we are not yeah. those things um isi does a great job with doing group fitness um as far as like cardio based type stuff obviously you can tell that you know they're branching all over the us so we can't we have to you know tip our hats on that uh they are doing a great job in that aspect but if you ask us what we do we are strength conditioning kind of sum up what anthony was saying before everybody be like i'm gonna share this video that's what they think <laughs> about this yeah i'm gonna clear that part up so uh so obviously we're not isi we are next level fit this is the reason why we have a different name Uh, Things that we do are strength conditioning based. We have, you know, an athletic athletic performance training style based to what we do. And we just modify it for everyday people. You know, obviously, if you're sitting in an office from nine to five or eight to four, whatever, um, you obviously don't need to do completely the be, uh, you know, walk out there and look like ben roethlisberger you know his first quarterback i thought of when i was thinking this um <laughs> he's been doing a great job this year i'm not even a steelers fan um but anyway um but he, you know obviously to give you an idea like you're not going to do our programs and all of a sudden just turn into this freak of nature all right this is you know this is stuff that's you know making you functional this is you know everyday living uh, making everything easier for you. Your, your cardiovascular is going to improve. Your nutrition is going to improve with our consultations. Your overall strength is going to improve. If you are one of those people that like to do, say like softball on various days or kickball like Matt and all of them, um, you know, I call y'all weekend warriors. That's that's what, what we do for our everyday people. Obviously, we have our athletes and stuff like that uh, that we train because you got like <laughs> you got, uh, you got the volleyball with, Ant, you got basketball with Lester. Um, and then, you know, we all spread out other sports as well, because we've all worked with tennis. We've all worked with, um, who get, uh, you know, soccer, badminton. Baseball. Uh, huh? Baseball. I thought I already said that. Sorry. Uh, baseball. I usually always say that right after football. Um, but anyway, but yeah, so we, I mean, honestly, every sport that you can think of that's collegiate level, I have trained, except for wrestling, due to the fact that I've only been in the Southeast region. We don't have wrestling teams in the collegiate realm. But I mean, I, even I've had swim and dive. You know, I've had cheerleading. I've had a bunch of different sports. Um, so we covered that type of stuff. And then I tell you one thing that um, like Coastal Coastal really grasped it when I um, they asked me some information about the gym, the things that we do when we program. A lot of times, athletes are so programmed in their lifestyles to do things a certain way, to work a certain way, to work out a certain way. Whenever they graduated, if they don't make pro, when they go to the regular job field, they are searching for something. And a lot of times you will find athletes, former athletes, if they still want to do lifting weights and stuff like that, they will go to CrossFit because that still gives them structure. Or they may even go to uh ISI or a sweat Republic, you know, shout out to Veronica. She was a, a, a former coworker back in the day as well too. Um, something where they're in, on the track of they're trying to lose weight at this point, you know? Um, so there's different things, but we kind of just do it all. We just figured out the best way to, instead of just being like, we're just cardio based, we're just weight training based. We have figured it out how to do it all. Well, that's- so we're kind of so like CrossFit, but the reps and the sets are just completely different. And I think that's what kind of like separates us from the CrossFit range.
2: Thank you for explaining that better than I did. That's one thing that I I really enjoy about what we do too is because like you said, we we can take athletic training and modify it in a way for general population to just for like the healthy living side of it. Like you said, helping out their uh cardiovascular health, their uh pulmonary health, um, just their way of living, like being able to bend over um and pick something up off the ground, or um, maybe even just pick up your kid or something like that. Just being able to do regular everyday things without pain and stuff like that. Um, So that is our our primary focus is, you know, with the general population is just helping them to be able to live in a more natural and healthy lifestyle.
3: Yeah, the athletes and the athletes in heart, that's who we cater to. Um, And I mean, like I gotta get, sometimes I think we, Some people think that we do so much with weights, but like y'all don't even realize that we have so many different levels. Yeah. A lot of times you'll see us post only about our certain classes, uh, which are honestly the level two and the level three. And they're more comfortable being on camera. That's the reason why we do that. My level ones, my personal trainings and stuff like that, I don't really put on camera maybe a few times every once in a while. But I don't really show stuff like that because I've always been a stickler about people showing off technique stuff. And as I'm teaching somebody to do technique, I'm not gonna allow the window of somebody to bash them or try to bash me and be like, oh, that technique sucks." Like, well, you know what, I'll put you up against me and then we'll figure out whose technique is better. <laughs> probably, out of a lot of people and along the grand strand, the technique is, a, uh, for a lot of people that have technique is, is a very small window. There's a lot of people Uh, In the powerlifting world around here, and I'm going to all aspects of powerlifting world, um, you got East Coast Gold, you got us um, that I know of of a lot of people. And I know there's a few people like Tui that uh, trains at uh, Fitness Edge. Uh, You know, if you want to technique stuff with powerlifting, ask those guys, ask us. Olympic weightlifting. Honestly, as far as teaching wise, Olympic weightlifting, uh, I think there's maybe like one other person in the area with a level two um, USAW. Um, I have my USAW. We're the only ones that really are certified to actually teach it. I think there are some CrossFit gyms out there. I just don't know who you are because y'all aren't in the realm of the USAW as far as more you are more in the realm of CrossFit. So I, that's why I, did, I just don't know who to call out on that type of stuff. But like, no, I'm not always, I always, obviously I'm going to promote our gym and stuff like that, but know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the training, the training, that, I mean, like the teaching is the biggest part of the training. If somebody is just, you know, if you just want somebody to yell at you, you, I, I can do that for you too. But at the end of the day, <laughs> technique is always going to trump, you know, whatever weight or anything that you else that you have. So that's what we pride ourselves on at Next Level Fit is big. We're big on technique, always technique. You know, showing off, um, showing off our different classes, showing off our different programs, showing off our different trainings for athletes, showing off our nutrition, which we're actually going to. Start posting a little bit more stuff than what we do now. With that, you know, we're I'm we're about to get ready. Like we're about to be up to a year.
2: Yeah.
3: We've been doing today. I mean, I I heard y'all earlier while I was like um, riding into Myrtle Beach. Uh, we, you know, it's been a process starting in one building. You know, I mean, going before that, finding the building, finding the staff, <laughs> starting in a new, uh, starting in that one building getting things rolling, start, uh, COVID happened, started in another building, get things rolling. We finally got the place pretty much all completed as far as the gym side. Now we're going to start going into the phase of getting the sports medicine side set up. Like my goal, or I say our goal, the staff that I was with at was Myrtle Beach High Performance Center, we had a goal of making a one-stop shop and that's what I What's out. That? That's exactly what I plan to do with the next little fit. I still have that one-stop shop because the next level, now that we got the gym side going, I'm going try, I'm trying to kill the projects going into the holidays, but we got, I'm going to start making room for the stuff for the sports medicine side because we got my other business partner uh, with fusion uh, therapy. I hope I didn't mess that up. I know it's fusion. I, I, just I think you're remember. right. Uh, but, but with Travis, Travis is going to be coming in with, a uh with his physical therapy i have somebody in mind for chiropractic i have somebody in mind for massage therapy like i'm going to make or we i i keep saying i uh we are going to make the big you know sports performance facility that's what's going to set us apart everybody's going to realize oh this is sports performance that's what we do because you're going to have both sides it's pretty much going to be going to like I, I've always been college system type deal. That's why the clothes that we chose, like I got like freaking, you know, BP jackets on and stuff like that. What other gym around here
1: wear BP jackets?
3: Like I've always been, I'm still in like that college coach mode, but like that's what we're trying to do. Like if at any time um, we pride ourselves on keeping our injury rate low, but what's going to help us keep it even lower, we're going to have a physical therapist. We're going to have a chiropractor. We're going to have massage therapy. The people are going to be constantly doing FMS Uh, Which is functional movement screening. If you don't know what that is, Um, you know certain little things. Learning what our informality are, learning what our correctives stuff is. We are going to be fixing people one day at a time and getting better. At the end of this year, when I finish it, when we finish this program, I'm going to show y'all and compare how we started with Next Level Fit as far as body fat percentages and lean muscle mass and uh, fat mass and how we ended in the year. And yeah, then I'm just I'm gonna to keep improving to it year after year after year. After year. So y'all make, make me shut down. down. <laughs> sure, sure,
0: sure. So to like add on like two of those things, I know one, how you were saying like the one stop shop. Mm-hmm. Um, so two things on that one point. One is my, like I've started to tackle volleyball like that. Where it's just like we can do, and I know Lester's done the same thing with basketball. I'm, I'm not leaving Matt out, but Matt doesn't talk. So, um, <laughs> But I know Matt's doing the same kind of thing where we're like, you know, this is our home base. This is our home. Like, we're doing every single thing within our discipline in this one area. And it's functional. It's 100% working. We're firing on all cylinders. Two was to, and I've actually lost my train of thought, so that's great. Um, But two was going after uh, doing the whole facility. But the one-stop shop for the whole facility where we have the chiropractor, massage therapist, PT, um, and anyone else that we feel is going to fit in, obviously, and benefit us. And um, one facility that does really great with that is the Athlete Matrix up in, uh, I think it's Mississauga, Canada, or Mississauga, Ontario, um, which is, uh, I, we've talked about it. Um, I actually had one guy on here. Named Reed, his name is Reed Hall, who does the um, volleyball training for that facility. And he, he helps run, and it's a huge facility, and they do the same kind of thing. Athletic trainer, chiropractor, PT, you know, kind of anything and everything you would need to keep you moving at your potential. Which, if anyone has, wants to have any kind of idea of what we're going after, That's that's a great place to look. Um, Shout out to him because he gave me a good chunk of time to get to know him and have him on one time. But, yeah, it's if anyone wants to know what we're really trying to do to the Grand Strand, look, because if that means we move out of this location and we go bigger, that's what we're looking at.
3: That is the goal. I mean, honestly, uh, I know you, you mentioned that one. There's another one. There's a few others that are in the United States, um, that might be easier to... What was the one you said? <laughs> um,
0: uh, Athlete Matrix. Uh, I think it's Mississauga. Yeah, yeah. Athlete, Athlete Matrix is obviously, that's a
3: great one. one. Um, you got uh, D1 Sports, you got
0: Equinox, and you got Exos.
3: Those are usually, I think Exos is actually international.
0: Exos yeah. is starting to take over a lot northeast. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, because uh,
3: their Exos, uh, because Equinox is more was more northeast, And then EXO's was more south. And now I think they're starting to branch a little bit more to the northeast as well, too. And then you still, D1 Sports is still out there. But the one thing about D1 Sports is they really only cater to athletes and personal training. So that kind of, I guess that kind of gives you like a a different type of feel. But Equinox, EXO's, and then um, Athlete's Matrix are the main ones that are kind of like everyday people plus, you know, athletics. And then having the sports medicine side that goes with it. Which actually, you brought up a good point. I didn't even think about adding an AT. I might need to talk to a, a final athlete trainer, too. Go talk to Chris. Yep.
0: That would be one one good one. Go talk to Chris. I'm sure there's a couple others that we can think of, too. But I
3: of people that aren't under contract. I don't
0: know if yeah, that about too. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think that's going to wrap it up for us. You know, it's hey. a good place to start. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for thanks for getting in coach so, yeah no problem um, for people that watched um hope you learned something uh until next week thank you for watching thank you for being in with us and uh if you guys got any questions any comments any anything uh message us um next level fit on his page um iron volley performance be the best athletics and warrior or wolf correct nutrition okay, okay good make sure I got it um and on anything and everything, whether it's uh, Olympic weightlifting, I will say CrossFit, nothing to CrossFit, but it's not what we do. Um, uh, Olympic weightlifting, nutrition, sports performance, basketball, volleyball, baseball, football, anything and everything in between. If we've heard of it, we've probably trained it somehow. So, um, uh, with that, uh, I guess oh. I'll, yes. Actually, you we know- don't.
3: We need a. Oh, actually, we do have a CrossFit guest. So I can't wait for that one.
0: Yes, we do. I forgot about that. We, crossfit, we do. Yes. Uh,
3: so, and he's, he's actually, actually on my Olympic weightlifting team. So it's actually going to be cool to uh, kind of like bounce ideas off of him. So that's going to be a good one. So you want to watch out for that. Because I, I know <laughs> I was just saying we bash CrossFit, but we really don't. No. It's kind of like the same thing. There's a lot of more reps. Yeah. But <laughs>
0: uh, we'll catch everyone later. Thank you for tuning in. And we will see you next week, uh, next Sunday at 7. Peace.